Hi, this is Brian Standing, host of the Monday 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks so much for listening to the program. Hope you subscribe to our podcast. And if you really like what you're hearing, consider donating at wortfm.org. Grace Olson is the Madison Central Library's artist-in-residence from February through May, and she's asking residents to think about what family means to them. Using a variety of collages and 3D work, Olson will host a series of workshops exploring the world's of family, home, and craft. Grace Olson joins us now in the studio. Welcome to the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Good morning. So um, what what is it about family that is of interest to you, and why why are you exploring this particular topic with the, with the residents of Madison? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that question a lot because the idea sort of just, like, came to me over the summer. I was talking to friends a lot and thinking a lot about it, and I think... Part of it is that my um, my primary job is that I am a nanny, and so I feel like it's a profession where I'm almost like I'm professionally like participating in family dynamics with you know folks that I'm not related to and forming familial relationships um, through my work, um, and through that I've you know I notice the ways in which family and sort of family making is this active process that we participate in together. And I really wanted to um, get into sort of how that happens, how that works, and like, you know, all of the in-between spaces of, you know, how we how we love each other outside of um, traditional nuclear family structures. And uh, so tell us a little bit about your practice. You work in a variety. You, you describe yourself as a multimedia and experimental artist. What are the specific types of media that you work in? Yeah, so my primary form of art historically has been collage. Um, I really like uh, the process of collage, uh, pulling imagery from different places and combining that with um, other mediums like painting and drawing. Um, a lot of my work is um, st- starts off as a painting and then I like to collage on top of that. Um, but then this past year or so, I've been um, veering more towards printmaking. Okay. Um, I... Uh, work with some printmaking artists at my other job, and I have a lot of printmakers, um, you know, in my life who I get to be around. So I'm feeling excited about that right now as well. And and who are some of your inspirations? Who are the the other artists that you've looked to for for inspiration and and uh, uh, ideas? Yeah, you know, I feel like um, it's hard for me to point to artists that are outside of my personal life because I feel like a lot of my inspiration really comes from you know the people that I know and spend time around right now I'm feeling most inspired by the child that I nanny actually (laughs) Um, she's 10 years old and she is an incredible cartoonist Um, and she's doing a lot of world building in her art which is something that I've been moving towards in my work too because I'm you know hearing about like the worlds that she creates and the stories that she creates. And I think that that those are really cool. What kinds of stories and worlds does she talk about? She's very interested in um, the realm of fantasy. So um, her her work is sort of, I would say, like D&D adjacent. Okay. Um, you know, goblins and... Uh, Dragons goblins and, and ghouls and... Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, so tell us what people can expect from your residency if they come to one of your workshops. Uh, what, what kinds of activities would they participate in? Yeah, so um, I've been offering a lot of different um, options and sort of seeing like what people lean towards. But uh, right now we have the space set up so that it's, it's very... Um, uh, it's full of collage supplies. So if you want to come in and make a collage, it's set up for that. It's also set up for um, 3D making. There's a dollhouse in the space that's become quite central to the whole thing. Um, it's a the strange, cool vintage dollhouse that I bought a few years ago secondhand. Um, and I am asking folks who come in to build things for it, sort of thinking about um, making miniature versions of things that maybe they are pulling from their families or their memories or their imaginations of what they want their families to to be. And have you had any of these workshops yet? And what kind of response have you gotten? What kinds of things are people building, for example, in the dollhouse? Yeah, so I'm just getting started, you know, this this month. And so I've had one workshop so far, which was a Valentine making workshop. That went really, really well. I felt like it was such a good mix of people of all ages. Um, and there was a lot of interest in using glitter, <laughs> which I love. I am I enjoy using glitter in my work. Um and then as far as uh, other work that's been made in the studio, the dollhouse is starting to fill up with things, which is really exciting. Um, I'm seeing a lot of kind of abstract uh, construction of miniatures, which mm. I think is really cool. And I'm also seeing conversations within the dollhouse space where like someone makes one thing and then someone makes another thing that feels connected to that thing which I'm very excited about. And I'm trying to lean into that conversational thing a little bit more because I really like the idea of folks coming in at different times and interacting with each other's work. And what age groups have been participating so far? Have you been getting uh, mostly kids or are you getting some grownups? It seems like it's always a challenge to get grownups to do art. Yeah, you know, it's been actually a really good mix so far. Um, something that's really important to me is creating um, an environment where people of all ages feel comfortable sharing space with one another and making together. Um, and I think that keeping sort of like a playful and curious attitude in the in the studio space is something that helps with that. I think that a lot of adults do kind of unlearn their natural curiosity, but I think that that's where intergenerational community art making can be such a, a healing thing because when you watch a child make art you know especially a very young child they're not worrying about making it perfect or making it look like a particular style of art or you know they're just they're just making because it brings them joy which is a thing that I try to do as well. Now, I'm intrigued by your comment that you've been seeing a lot of abstract sort of 3D things connected with the dollhouse. And I'm curious, how does that how does that come about when you're talking about, you know, first a very concrete sort of dollhouse, and then you're talking about this idea of family? It mm -hmm. seems like it would draw people to sort of build things like sofas and chairs and things like that. But you're saying you're seeing something a little different. Describe that. Yeah. So I'll give an example of this sort of this conversational thing. So um, the previous artist in residence, Maria Shermer-Devitt, um, she 
led some workshops um, where folks were making wishing decks, um, these sort of like oracle cards um, that would represent things that people were wishing for. And I created a miniature version of that to put in the dollhouse as a way, you know, one of many ways that I'm sort of working to carry her work through into what I'm doing. Um, I made a little deck of oracle cards and one of them said, um, plant a seed. It was sort of like these these prompts that I was putting together. And I didn't know if, you know, anyone would open the box and look at the cards, but I just put it in there. And then the next week I looked in the dollhouse and someone had built these flowers out of pipe cleaners that were growing out of the floor in one of the rooms and they had taken the card that said plant a seed and propped it up in front of the flowers which really excited and brought me excited me and brought me delight and so you don't know who who did this right i have no idea so you sort of set these up and go away and people come and then you find something that someone has left for you yes and that's um yeah that's like the the whole thing is that you know, folks are coming in and leaving something of themselves. And then another thing that I want to have happen is I want the dollhouse to actually be played with. Like when children are in, I want them to feel like they can move the art around and touch it and interact with it and add to it. Um, that's something that's that's important to me. And are these uh, embellishments or additions that people are adding on to the dollhouse, are they intended to be permanent or temporary? And if they're temporary, are you documenting them somehow? I have been taking photos. I've been enjoying taking photos where it's um, like a flash photo and it's kind of hard to tell the scale. Um, I don't know yet what the future plans are for the dollhouse. I definitely will want to preserve it in some way, whether that means putting it in one of my parents' basements and continuing to tinker <laughs> with it forever or something else. I'm not sure yet. And um, what uh, what else what else do you have planned for the for the residency? Is that are you focusing exclusively on the dollhouse or do you have other workshops in mind? I've got a couple really exciting workshops happening in March um, and then I'll be scheduling more um, after March. I'm there until May. But um, the March workshops that I have scheduled are um, I'm going to be leading one with a co-facilitator, um, a local artist by the name of Jace Thoyer. Um, who makes uh, art out of Sculpey, which is polymer clay. Um, the two of us will be collaborating in um, teaching folks how to make, um, how to take images or ideas and sort of bring them down to a miniature scale, which some of those things we're hoping will go in the dollhouse and some things will be taken home. And then I have another workshop scheduled later in that month, um, which will be focused around making art that can be sent in the mail. Um, so I'll be inviting people to come in with lists of addresses of people that they would like to reach out to or who they miss and just um, making contact through through the work that they make in the workshop. And and why, why the mail? Why the U.S. mail? Why is that in, important to you? I think that um, writing a letter or creating... Um, a piece of art for another person is a different way of communicating than, you know, what we what we usually do, like talking on the phone or texting or whatever. I think it like it challenges you to really sit with um, how you feel about that person and how how you care for them. Um, and I find that like in writing and making things for my friends that I'm able to appreciate them in a different way. 
All right, we've been speaking with Madison Central Library's artist-in-residence, Grace Olson. To find out more, you can go to madisonbubbler.org. Grace Olson, thank you so much for joining us on the 8 o'clock bus. Thanks so much for having me.